Hey guys, what's going on? You're listening to the Women Feel Greatness podcast. Wow, that was really high-pitched, and I don't know if I'll ever be able to do that again, but you're listening to episode 39 of the Women for Greatness podcast. This show was created to inspire you to chase a life of greatness, to be a woman that shows up, stands out, and is not afraid to be bold and confident. This person speaking in your earbuds, this little floating voice. Hi, I'm Serena. Nice to meet you. Um, I'm Serena Hess, and I do podcast episodes, fun little Instagram stuff from a Jeffers, and I'm a motivational speaker and your internet BFF. So we're hanging out with my friend Morgan today. This is the third Morgan that has been on the podcast. Um, you Morgans are very talented, but she is totally awesome. She's an ex-Iron Man. She was a fitness coach. Now she's a business coach and mentor. She is super fun to hang out with on Instagram, and you should all follow her right now. This episode is all about pivoting and being okay with changing, not holding on to one specific identity. Without further ado, I will let you meet my friend Morgan. So let's talk about it for a second. Do you feel like you're in a confidence yo-yo right now? Like one minute you feel amazing and literally the next day you're comparing yourself and feeling like you're not good enough? Yeah, I've been there. That's why I created the confidence course. This is a course that teaches you the fundamentals of being a confident woman. If you're struggling with your self-confidence, I hear you, sister friend. This course starts Monday, March 25th, and if you're interested, just slide into my DMs on Instagram or send me a message on Facebook and ask me about the confidence course. Okay, so can you like paint a picture of who you are to our listeners? Because we have a lot of different types of guests, and I want you to just kind of showcase who you are and what you're doing okay, right yeah, now. Awesome. Um, okay, so I'm an ex-Iron Man. If you guys don't know what that is, it's like an ultra-endurance triathlon, and then I found a design after that and then I quit that and then I found fitness coaching and then I quit that and now I'm a business coach so I'm kind of a rainbow of a lot of things yeah it's pretty much what I am so what do you do like in your daily life now as a business coach so I teach other people how to build an online business I primarily focus on healthy fitness coaches but I'm actually recently started to branch out to some creatives I used to be freelance designer so now I'm kind of accepting all types of different people who want to create online businesses, just not e-commerce. That's the one thing I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's good to know what we don't know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so every so often, like you'll post on your Insta story, just your transition from last year to this year. Mm-hmm. And I think your transition and your growth in your life has just been really powerful. And that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to have you on the show just because you went from one dramatic place in your life to like explosive growth almost, it Mm -hmm. feels like, or it looks like anyway, you kind of like walk us through where you were at last year, just emotionally, mentally, like in business, like what you did, you know, and then transition into where you are now and how you've changed in that way. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So my, my journey actually started I know it's like so typical, but it did start in January of last year. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was happy in my life, but I think I just was, I, I felt like I was maybe destined for more. Like I didn't really know what it meant, but I remember I did this exercise with my mom um, and I like drew myself on a piece of paper and like put myself in the middle and I wrote words that like I wanted to become. And at this time in my life, these words felt really scary. Like it was like impact, inspire, 
um, and be really muscular. That was another thing I wanted. And at the time I was just like your average girl. So like impact and inspire. Those were like, I was like, how the heck am I going to do that? Like I went out on Friday and Saturday nights and, uh, you know, I had a normal corporate job and I wasn't anything online. You know, I had 900, like a thousand followers, maybe on my Instagram. I was just literally your average girl loving her life, doing her thing. But I felt so connected to wanting to do those things. Anyways, long story short, I invested in this like trip. I went on like a trip to Tulum and it was, I guess, expensive. It was like $3,000 to go on this trip. So it was like a lot of money for me at the time. But I was like, you know what? I need to do it. And it was the first time that I was kind of traveling alone. And I I think I was just super inspired by all the different people, all the different ways that people were living their lives. It was the first time I came in contact with like entrepreneurs because I was always friends and surrounded by like the corporate world, like this nine to five life. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I kind of realized, whoa, people are really living their lives differently. So it was on that trip that I, I decided that I was going to do something about this little girl that I kind of drew on paper in January. So that was in February, that trip. And I came home and that was, uh, that trip was enough for me to decide that I was just going to change my whole life. And I post, <laughs> it all started because I posted on Instagram one day and I said, this is the beginning of my journey and I'm from now on, I'm going to be teaching people about fitness and macros and how I, you know, went from Ironman to strength training and I'm just going to share my life online. And every single mm-hmm. day from that point on, I showed up online talking, preaching about fitness with the underlying tone of, I just want to help and inspire people. It was inspired impact. The two words that I really wanted to do in my year um a few months went by and I realized because I I was a corporate designer and I realized hey like I'm really good at designing and I think I can make some ebooks myself and I can utilize all these awesome design skills and the way that people I really became good at understanding how people utilize technology and understanding like human interaction. So I was like, I can utilize this for my own business. So why don't I create an ebook for women, like a wicked strength training ebook. And I wanted this to be like the most epic ebook that girls got their hands on because I felt that there was like a, an ebook that lacked all the information that you needed. I felt like it would teach you, okay, this is how you work out, but then it would leave out the nutrition part. And I really wanted to create some sort of like ebook that taught you everything. So the whole concept behind my ebook that I launched was the last ebook that you need. Like it was going to be the final ebook that anyone needed to buy. And it was going to be priced a little bit more than the typical $29.99 ebook. Mm-hmm. And I put my heart and soul into it and I just kind of went for it. And I kind of just didn't know what it would turn into, but I was so freaking passionate about this ebook and this idea. And I just thought it was the coolest thing ever that I was like, if I could help 10 people like transform their life and realize that they can get off the cardio machine and build this super strong body, um, I would be super happy. And like, also my sister grew up, like I, I grew up with my sister eating disorder, like binge eating and anorexia, every eating disorder under the, under the sun she had and she struggled with. And I watched her struggle my whole life. So I think that I became... Mm-hmm very obsessed with the opposite like being very strong and muscular and you know it's okay to have big legs and big arms because I watched my sister hate her body and always want it to Mm -hmm. be smaller and smaller and smaller so I was kind of the opposite so 
she definitely helped shape this whole path that I was on and wanting to inspire women. And that was really my driving force of why I wanted to make this ebook. So I ended up launching it. At this point, my Instagram's like been alive. And like, when I say alive, I mean, like, I'm constantly posting fitness videos and photos every single day, taking it serious when it's nothing serious for maybe like mm-hmm. two months. And I launched it and like, I think like 20 people signed up and I was like over the moon. I was like, I cannot believe I made however much money that was at the time, but it was like a lot to me. And I'd never seen like an <laughs> e-transfer like that come in on my phone. So it was really, really exciting. And uh, my whole thing was just like value, give value, inspire these people, impact these people to the point where they have such good experiences that they tell their friends about it. Because if 20 people tell their friends, then maybe I could get another 20. And that was kind of my mindset the whole time. One thing led to another and this whole ebook ended up exploding in front of my eyes. And there's over like 600 and something people in it now. And it's kind of blossomed into this little community and everyone's made they've really made and shaped what stronger bodies really is like I'm I'm at the front of it but I feel like they have totally overtaken it and and they've given it this personality that I never ever imagined it would have so that's kind of where that was and this was like maybe eight months into my career and in my ebooks were bringing in a little bit less than I was making monthly from my design job And I thought, "Hmm, wait a second, like, you know, here's my job. And they were like loving what I was doing. And they're going to like offer me a promotion. But then I also had this like dream of mine that was literally causing me to stay up until 2 a.m. every single night. My commute was an hour and a half long. And I remember on the subway ride back, I write the caption for my next day on my Instagram. And then like (laughs) on the subway ride there, I'd like preload all the responses that I had in my DMs and like do personalized responses in my notes to all the people that had reached out to me in my DMs because at this point connection was like the most important thing and I was like really Mm -hmm. all about helping people and just again trying to like inspire and care that I wasn't getting paid for any of this even though I was like giving so much free information out and I thought you know maybe I can actually quit my job so I decided at one year, I was going to quit my job. And what happened was I quit my job and then I stopped, my ebook stopped selling. I was like, oh, shit. Now we're like, <laughs> like, oh, my God. I was like, and I didn't know anything. Like, I was so new. And, like, my parents were like, hey, like, do what you want. Like, you're, you know, if you're passionate, go for it. They've always kind of supported me like that. But then I didn't know about sustainable income. I didn't know about reoccurring income. I kind of just assumed, like, if my ebooks are making this much, they're going to continue to make this much which mm-hmm. is not really the case. And I quickly realized, <laughs> oh crap. Uh, okay. How do I make this kind of like reoccurring and sustainable? So then that's when I introduced high ticket one-on-one coaching for fitness. And I started to coach people online and I learned all the stuff I needed to learn pretty quickly because I just had a fire under my ass. Cause I was like, I'm not going to get paid if mm-hmm. I don't learn this. Um, that, did really well so I did that for three months until I kind of realized like you know I don't know if my heart's in this I kept on thinking like long game like what's my five-year plan like is this what I want to be doing in five years and I was really missing the creative side of my design job because I really did love my corporate job at the end of the day like it was an awesome job but yeah like who wouldn't who wouldn't take the opportunity to be their own boss right so but it was just a matter Mm -hmm. of me trying to find what was my true 
passion. I, I did love impacting people. And I did like inspiring people, but I didn't know if it was necessarily just in fitness. So once my fitness business, you know, constantly making 10 K months and people started to real like other fitness coaches started to look at me and say like, Hey, could you help me like with my social media? Or like, how did you make that Facebook group? Or, you know, what is your business strategy behind it all? I started to get on the phone with these people and started to kind of coach them. And then I realized, Hey, hold on a second. I think that I think I could do this. So I went to this conference called Pace to be Brave. I remember I was listening to like a talk. I was at the conference. It was a very overwhelming conference, like lots of good stuff, but very overwhelming because there's just so much good stuff being thrown at you. So I was in the middle of a talk listening to someone, I forget who, and I just got up and left because <laughs> I was so overwhelmed. And I went outside <laughs> um, underneath the palm tree and I started like bawling my eyes out because I realized in that moment, oh my gosh, I think I want to coach other people. I think at that conference, I was surrounded by other people who were doing that. And I didn't really know that that was a thing. Like I I think in Canada, it's not as popular or I, maybe I'm just super naive and I don't know, but like Mm -hmm. masterminds, business coaching, online coaching, it's not as popular, I think. So I I ran downstairs and I started bawling my eyes out and I started to write out my why, like why I want to do this. Like, what is it about it? Um, How I wanted to help women like break through the fear of technology and help them learn how to brand themselves online and, you know, help the underdog like I was rise above and like make money because I was making money that I never thought I would make. And I, I, I long to give another girl that feeling just as like, I long to give the other, another girl the feeling of feeling empowered in her body and being strong. It was, it was that just in like monetary value and like following her dreams, I guess, if I could help someone be- truly believe that she could do it. I was like all for it. And I didn't care really what it was going to take out of me. So I came home and I invested all my money into a business coach. And then me and this business coach um, built literally my entire business coaching program together. And he's like a dear friend of mine now. And we, we he's, he's watched me grow from being a little girl on a poop, like the um, webcam with him being like, I don't know what I'm doing. And like, will anybody buy this to, you know, multiple communities of boss babes and a mastermind and an e-course and we created like massive products. I don't know. I feel like it, I just ended with him literally yesterday. This is all very like <laughs> crazy to even think about, but from, I don't know, like I was doing in 10 K months and now it's like triple four times that in three months uh, from, from working with him. And he really just gave me the wind behind my back to go out and do it and, and pushed me to, become the best version of myself and that required like when I when I did this growth and I went on this rocket ship it required me to let go of all my fitness clients which was hard but one thing and for anyone listening one thing that we went through together was if you don't see it in your five-year plan like don't focus on it and that was like mind-blowing to me because I was like whoa for so long it was just like money 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 sure more money But really, if it's not in your five-year plan, then don't just do it to make a quick buck because you're just actually wasting your time and it's not going to be good for the growth of your business in the long haul. So in those few months where I let go of my clients, I was literally watching like $10,000 fly away from me, but I made it back tenfold because I had all my time back Mm -hmm. and I was able to kind of put it into my business coaching and all the products that I wanted to create for this new group that I was creating. So that's kind of where I am now. I'm 
I've grown so much in terms of like monetary, like what my salary is, but I'm so the same girl that I was in terms of like, I'm not like where I was in January, but my mindset is definitely not up to speed to that growth point. And I think it's like really a common thing actually for entrepreneurs. Like on the, on the outside, people are like, whoa, like she's like a freaking, <laughs> like she's up here, but like in our hearts and in our mind, totally on the same level. And even that, like, we're just all trying to figure it out. And like, I struggle and I have low points and I have high points and I ball my eyes out and have anxiety attacks on the floor. And then I get up and I am fucking smiling my face off on Instagram. And mm-hmm. there's that barrier that I'm always trying to, like I'm trying to be transparent and show people the truth, but then there's also that hard part of like this is an online business, and I am trying to build my online business, but also create that truth, transparency that it's not all sunshines and rainbows, and just because you're bringing in a certain amount of income doesn't necessarily make you happy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Your story has been such a journey. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a journey. <laughs> so um, my next question, it's totally, like it totally relates to what you just talked about. I think the word that describes you for me is like pivot. <laughs> yeah. Because going from an Ironman winner, right? You yeah. You won. And then transitioning into design and being super, super passionate about that. And then going more into fitness coaching and then now into business coaching. What have you learned about pivoting and like your self identity? Cause it's easy to identify as what we do. Right. Mm-hmm. So what have you learned about self identifying for yourself? Mm, that's a really good question. I think one is to not care what people think and that if people are going to follow on your journey, then great. And if people are not, then that's cool too. And they weren't supposed to be in your life or maybe they were just supposed to be in your life for like a season. And that change is actually who I am. And that like, no matter what I do, I still know my heart. And on the outside, maybe people can't fathom that. Like they they see me who I was on the outside a year ago and they see me now and they're just like, she's so different or, you know, people judge and I I feel it and I like, I can like hear them. Mm -hmm. But then there's also the people in the new communities that I've created that are beautiful. And I've, I've made relationships with people all over the world that are, I consider like true friends, almost sometimes that that know me better than some people that have known me my whole life. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I would feel guilty for that. Or I, I would be upset that that was happening in my life, that why couldn't I just be normal and stay the same and everyone just still liked me like why was it so hard for people to accept but at the same time that was like something I had to work through myself like I just had to accept myself and accept my change myself and just be okay with constantly changing because Mm -hmm. that's what I asked for at the beginning but then it starts to happen and it starts to unravel in front of your eyes and not everyone supports it and you have moments of doubt where you're like oh my gosh is this the right decision but you just have to trust your heart And if it feels like you should do it and you can't stop thinking about it, then you just have to do it because Mm -hmm. there's no worse feeling than feeling like you're just staying somewhere because someone doesn't want you to move forward. Mm -hmm. And everybody is always, not everybody's always trying to bring you down, but like there are people in your life that have been there from the beginning that they're doing it because they love you, I guess, but maybe they don't support you fully on your decision. And I became really good really fast at learning I had to just love myself the most 
And it was going to be a journey of me, me celebrating my successes and me dealing with my failures. And then it was going to be a lonely, but powerful road to success on my own. Because if I did something and I didn't get the credit that I wanted from my friend or my mom or my boyfriend, I was disappointed and I was upset. And I was like, isn't this fucking cool? Like, why doesn't anyone think this is cool? And it, it just became this like, okay, Morgan, you're on your own. You got to celebrate your wins and you, you're on your own for your losses too. And, but then it became so much more of a empowering and impactful journey. Cause I was able to move and shift and create so mm-hmm. fast. Cause I wasn't waiting for anyone. I was just like, I'm going on my own. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I've heard a quote and it's like, if you don't grow, you die. And yeah. I think like in life we're constantly evolving and what you were saying about other people having opinions about what you're doing or what you're saying, I think there are two kind of thoughts or ideas as to why like people we love or people who love us act weird or negatively about what we do. One, like you said, they're trying to protect us. They're yeah. like, Oh, we don't, I don't, I love you. I don't want you to fail kind yeah. of mindset. And I think two, they think negatively about it. Because they feel like they have to change because you've changed. Yes, right. So right. Mm-hmm. people feel almost threatened. They think you're expecting them to change because you've changed, but you're honestly just changing because you want to better your life. Right. They feel offended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's so true. So those are kind of the two things that happen when you start to improve your life and you start to get better. And it can be really um, like disheartening when the people you love and you thought would support you don't (laughs) yeah but I I really love what you said about you know I don't have to wait for anyone because I'm cheering myself on I'm my biggest fan and you know a lot of people go oh that's selfish of you or oh you know you're full of yourself but that's not that's not what it is right it's yeah saying you know I'm worth this and I I'm powerful and I can do this and when I do it like I'm gonna celebrate that and then we're moving on we're keep going yes it's so true. Yeah. I love what you said there. That's, it's really powerful. So the next question, it pertains to what you were starting to talk about with all of your growth and with all of your change. Have you ever found yourself like almost stuck in the mindset where you were like, yes, mm-hmm. like you've grown so much and have you ever caught your mind going, Oh, I can't do that because, but it's like, you actually can 100%. Yeah. I, I, like scarcity mindset and like Mm -hmm. feeling small or that I'm not yes 100% I literally went through this this week because I have a mastermind and my mastermind was doing really well and it was awesome like everyone was doing really well in my program so I relaunched my program like everybody who has a mastermind does Mm -hmm. and then I guess I didn't expect it to be so so hard to enroll people into my mastermind and all these fear gremlins started to come up when I saw the applications and I started to get on calls and it was this whole oh that's too expensive and I don't know if I can commit and I started to put all these things in my head that I'm not smart enough like people are over this I can't help anybody I also was like in a spot where I hadn't been surrounded by like my online community like the people that fill my cup up the people Mm -hmm. that are like usually cheering me on I was just really really busy so I wasn't the knowledge that I wasn't feeding myself was necessarily the best to I guess launch a course again so I was already in this kind of like relaxed chill I just got back from vacation you know I wasn't really working hard in my business or working hard to like get my mindset right every single day which I think is really important for 
entrepreneurs and for growth is to constantly be feeding yourself the knowledge that will propel you and, and level your life up. I totally had those those setbacks and those fear gremlins coming in the way that I got through really was just by kind of having it a day with myself and like got out like a bristle board again and I'm like all about this like stick figure in the middle of the page but I like, wrote <laughs> out like so I draw myself in the middle of this paper I kind of just recreated a, who I want to become like as if it was already happening for myself like I, I already had my program was full and what I was creating and what it felt like and what it looked like and kind of this future I guess like future thinking helped me really be confident that it was going to actually fill up and no word of a lie literally the next day I started showing up online and I started to promote about it and I started to have a whole new wave of confidence around the whole the whole program and really show up in my power and be like I know what this is this offer is amazing and Mm -hmm. disconnect myself too because I think a lot of the times us entrepreneurs we like to like connect our offer to ourselves and our self-worth when in reality like you created something really awesome and it's disconnected from who you are as a person so really disconnect the two like you are you and that's your awesome program if someone wants to join it they can if they don't that's cool too maybe next time but it doesn't need to be offensive or that you've done something wrong or they didn't like you or the way that you talked it's just it's not the right time for them to do the program and that's it so once I kind of made those mental shifts got back into the groove and started to listen to positive things and do my affirmations they really do work (laughs) Mm -hmm. it actually did change so which is awesome so yeah it's gonna sell out I have two spots or three spots left now so start in a few days and definitely gonna sell out which is awesome that's so exciting yay (laughs) (laughs) okay so to get out of a funk which you just mentioned so you do affirmations you said you do that future me exercise what else do you do to get out of a funk Mm. first of all I have grace on myself because I think getting in a funk is like very normal in the entrepreneurial journey I would say like once a week I'm like I don't know about this whole thing and then the other time (laughs) I'm like this is awesome but like to give like an example you know of how normal the highs and lows are so that like anyone listening if they're like am I normal like you are normal girl don't worry but to get myself out of a funk it's always comes down to fitness and just spending time with loved ones and getting out of my chair and Mm -hmm. sitting in my office and doing something completely different I'm actually really starting this is like the first time I'm saying this I guess out loud but I'm I don't know anything about spirituality like nothing but I contacted a spiritual coach because I did my first sound healing session when I was on vacation Mm -hmm. and I'm really interested in getting in touch with like my inner self because I think that like a lot of people go to the gym to like disconnect but like I go to the gym and like film myself at the gym or I'm like wearing clothing that I'm sponsored by at the gym so there's always this like underlying tone of like business like wherever I go Mm -hmm. and I found that like when I was in the sound healing session and like the thought of doing spirituality or like meditating, it feels like something so random and completely different than anything I would have ever done in my past that I like that sort of like jolt in my week. And Mm -hmm. yeah, so I'm starting that. So I would say a mix between getting out, doing fitness, and then just changing up my routine completely to not involve work and shutting my computer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Which I'm sure is hard for you because you love, you love your work. I'm obsessed with work, (laughs) but it's definitely not, definitely not healthy. And in order to like fill my cup up and be the best, best coach, I need to focus like more on things like 
doing spirituality or like getting in touch with myself or yeah, like forcing myself to stop working. Cause I can tell that I don't show up the best for my clients when I haven't just spent time with my boyfriend to laugh and get him to like tickle my feet or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like there mm-hmm. needs to be more, <laughs> more of those than yeah. work always comes first and everybody else and everything comes second. Yeah. So I'm curious, do you have any like morning habits or nightly habits that you do that just kind of give you like a little spark of joy? Um, in the morning, not really. Like the one thing I do is just like light a candle and I like sit there with my coffee and then I usually like listen to like a good like podcast or like mm-hmm. something motivational. I like to write my notes a lot in the morning too, but that's usually for an Instagram caption. So that's probably <laughs> that's still work. That's still work. <laughs> Stop yeah. working. <laughs> No, definitely. Like I work really hard. I think that people can see that. And I think that people are like, you need to calm down and not work (laughs) so much. And I think that they're, they're not wrong. And I don't have it all figured out. And I can be bringing in however much income and have this explosive growth. But like, like I said, I'm still catching up with it all, right? Like I am Mm -hmm. working a lot and growth also requires you to hustle and also requires you to put your head down and work really hard. Mm-hmm. the the other side of it all I'm I'm trying to figure it out like the yeah. balance side of it all is something that well, I really have honestly been struggling with since Iron Man I've gotten a lot better since then but I think when when someone does something and they hustle is what brings them success it is really hard to break away from that because when I did Iron Man I truly saw that if I put my head down and did anything I wanted I could accomplish it So that is a very powerful and impactful feeling to feel and to have gone through that. And then, Mm -hmm. so now anything I do, like I, I genuinely, genuinely feel that I can accomplish it. And like that energy is like in my coaching and girls that I coach, like they come out truly feeling like that because I show them time and time again, like, look guys, I feel defeated here. I'm going to show you what it looks like getting out of it in four weeks. Mm -hmm. See you in four weeks. And then I come back and I'm like, look, you know, it's true and you can get yourself and you can change and you, you know, I'm going on a rant here, but (laughs) no, it's a powerful rant. It's a good rant. (laughs) It's passionate. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, so we're going to switch gears a tiny bit because I think you've been very brave in the aspect of investing in yourself. Yeah. Um, Whether that just be like time or being your willingness to go on a vacation alone or being willing to pay for coaches. And I think investing in yourself can be a really, really scary aspect because you start to go, oh, like, who am I to pay this money? Why do I deserve to do go on this vacation or whatever? So can you kind of talk to me about your mindset when it comes to investing in yourself? Yes. Oh, good. I just talked about this, actually. And investing in myself was the best decision I ever made one so if you're thinking about investing yourself or doing a course or like hiring a coach or a mastermind or whatever or going on that vacation especially if it's related to like learning oh gosh do it like so do it because once I was surrounded by people with the same energy wavelength and just chasing after their dreams that stuff that shit's powerful things that I went through this year those are like moments I'm never gonna get again and 
it all started with just believing in investing in myself. And I entered into a whole new world once I started to invest in coaching and invest in masterminds and conferences and vacations. I think those things specifically mm-hmm. have completely transformed my life. And I, the only regret that I have is literally not doing it sooner. And knowing that I wish I could have told myself like when I was struggling back back when that I wasn't stuck and there were people out there for me and then I just had to go out and seek them and it was not about waiting for anything it was just about creating it and don't invest in like shoes or a bag or something stupid that doesn't matter (laughs) but invest in a coach or like a mastermind or someone that's gonna transform your mindset because that stuff is going to transform everything else in your life and your relationships and your bank account and your body because you're truly just going to be living for yourself and there's nothing more powerful than showing up for yourself every single day and and like success to me is like honestly loving what I do and like loving the way that I'm doing it that's what success means to me and I can honestly say that I'm loving what I'm doing and I like the way I do it and before Maybe I had one of those things down, but I did definitely didn't have <laughs> both of them down. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Would you say that by investing in yourself, it like leveled up your life tenfold? Yeah, that's like awesome. tenfold. Yeah, like one hundred percent. And like, if you can't afford something, like gr- grab a group of people who you think you know you you jive with, and get on calls once a week, and just keep each other accountable, and make it a free thing. It doesn't always have to be such like you can invest your time. You don't have to necessarily invest thousands and thousands of dollars, but just dabble in the idea of meeting people and then investing your energy and your mind into other different types of people. If you do feel stuck, because you can get yourself unstuck. You just need to find people that are on that same journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh, so good. Why are you so smart? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we just have a few more questions. What's the most important thing you've learned about yourself in the last year? Mm. Uh, Oh, that money doesn't make me happy. Definitely. That's what I learned because I I actually thought it did, maybe. At one point, I was like, you know what? I didn't have money. I thought money would make me happy. So, but it definitely 1000% doesn't make me happy. And that's awesome to realize because now I'm like, wow, I don't need to buy a lot of things and (laughs) go on all these fancy trips or anything that I thought was originally going to make me happy because I I got there Mm -hmm. and like by no means am I making like a billion dollars or anything but I'm (laughs) definitely making way more than I ever imagined and yeah it doesn't it literally does not make me happy and I'm still trying to figure out exactly what it is that makes me happy Mm-hmm. I think everyone's always on like a constant journey to find what it truly is. Mm-hmm. Simple things, free time, and enough money to make me comfortable. It makes me happy. Mm-hmm. You know, I want that. I always want that safety net. But I think like free time and being able to transform other people's lives is really what brings me happiness right now. But then you know what? It could change. Like like I said, I've changed all the time and. That's just going to be a constant in my life. In five months, it could be something completely different. And I could be like, you know what? Now it's creating leggings. And that's what makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's creating the leggings. <laughs> Morgan's stronger body leggings. <laughs> stronger body, stronger booty. <laughs> yeah. 
so our next question is what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given oh oh my gosh mm. <laughs> oh I wonder what that is I'm like mom quotes mom quotes what did she told me <laughs> probably to like just always be like humble and kind for my mom and just always mm-hmm. like always just be humble no matter what happens and always be kind so my mom's mm-hmm. very kind and humble and she oh and she never judges so I've never heard my mom like pass judgment on anyone my whole life. And I think that's helped me too. just not do that either. I'm rarely jealous. Like I don't, I can't even like really remember a time that I've been like jealous of somebody. I'm usually just like genuinely very, very happy for people. But I think it's because my mom has always just been like, always be humble, always be kind, always, you know, never judge. So yeah, I think that. Yeah, my mom's like that too. Yeah, they're like, it's okay, honey. I still love you. Yeah, <laughs> so it's very open. You don't feel afraid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's and that's what it is. Like, I hope I'm a mom like that. That very open. Like, do what you want. I love you no matter what. Yes. Three more questions. What does it mean for you to be a woman for greatness? It means I think that like always constantly helping other women get ahead in their lives and pushing them to do more with their lives uh, if that's like inspiring them or like just genuinely giving them the tools and the software to be successful but I'm such a giver and I just want to help as many people as I can achieve that higher income or just like higher abundance and thinking what they were actually capable of so uh, that's kind of what it means to me it's like teaching but also inspiring and I really enjoy like the, the tangible skills that I can give women. Mm-hmm. So uh, like, yes, I like being inspiring, but like when I can actually be like, but this is how you do it. And this is how you're going to create and you're, you're going to design your own logo. Like that stuff is so awesome to me because I feel like it was tangible skills that made me feel empowered. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I always, you go to university and you do your degree and you come out and you're kind of just like a generalist. But when I learned tangible skills and like actually had to do specific jobs, that's when I was like, whoa, this is awesome. Like I was, I think I was just born to be in college and I went to university and that was like my wrong, <laughs> my, <laughs> my wrong path. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I think it means. Mm-hmm. Well, that kind of goes back to your two words, like inspire and impact. Yeah. Yeah. It's Full so circle. True. Full circle. Okay, Miss Lady. So is there anything that we can do to support you or if someone wants to get like be a part of your world, your courses, your anything, how can we step into your world? You can step into my world. I guess Instagram would be the best way to step into my world. So it's at Morgzaliz on Instagram. I have a website. It's www.morgzaliz.com. And yeah, just send me a DM, send me a message. I'm always responding to every single DM. I'm not one of those people that just leaves them hanging. So say that you listen to this podcast and I'm being more than happy to chat with you about anything, fitness, design, business, whatever you're struggling with it with. I just love to get to know people online. That's my jam. And yeah, that's how you can get a hold of me. Yeah. And then what are some of the resources that you offer that maybe if someone's looking for, wants to learn more, if they want to check out what you made, what do, what do you have right now? So I have a business mastermind. It's called Wi-Fi Warriors, and I teach people how to build online businesses in 90 days. And then I have the fitness aspect to my 
my whole life, which is my two eBooks. So they're both 12 weeks long. They're going to transform your entire body and I like guarantee it. And you're going to be put into this awesome community of women also. So the home edition is the one ebook and it's just with like light dumbbells and resistance bands. And then the other one is gym edition, total badass ebook for the girl who either wants to learn how to use the gym or is already, you know, a superstar in the gym. This is the ebook that I use to like kick my ass every single day. So I have anyone from like personal trainers, bikini competitors to full-blown beginners in uh, my programs. So they really are made for everyone. And that is definitely my positive, both groups are positive, but Stronger Bodies is quite the community if you're looking to transform your, your body. And if you're looking to transform your business, we'll talk privately because that's more of a one-on-one kind of whole business strategy thing uh, that I can definitely help you with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay. Thank you, Morgan. You're this so has been awesome. awesome. Thank you so much Yay. for having me. Okay, guys, that was my episode with Morgan. She has no excuses. If you watch her Instagram story, she's always working on her business, always working on herself, taking the time to grow, grow, grow. And she's honestly a role model. Listening to this, I felt inspired and motivated. And Morgan, thank you so much for taking the time to record this. You guys, I work hard to get these girls on the show. I slide into their DMs. We go back and forth in DM. I get their email. I send them some emails. They schedule a time. We record. I edit. So there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes. And maybe as a little thank you gift, I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes about this episode if you liked it, if this one specifically resonated with you, let me know because to be honest, um, having a podcast takes work and a lot of people see, oh yeah, you just hit 6,000 plays, that's awesome, but there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes and it's kind of hard coordinating these people and recording and you know, all the little techie stuff. So as a little thank you, it would mean the world to me if you left a review for the show. Until next time, friends, I have an announcement coming to you in next week's episode. And it's a life announcement. And no, I'm not pregnant, but it is a big announcement. So stay posted for next week's show. Keep on pursuing your greatness. I love you and TTYL.